0: Robin Cartwright stood in the rain with the others and waited to die. In her shaking hands, she held a machete, its long blade dripping water onto the grass and weeds at her feet. Around her, the survivors of the university faculty and student body stood on the lawn in front of the aquatic center and the student union building, waiting for the 50 or so scattered undead to cross the overgrown McInnes field. Robin, like the 33 living people spread out around her, was soaked to the skin and exhausted. Days of fighting the undead and scrambling to build barricades, blocking off roads and alleys, locking doors and putting up fences, had led to this moment. These were the last of the undead inside the boundary that the survivors had established. If they could kill them all, they would be safe. If not, they would all die horribly in the next few minutes. There's so many of them, Robin said, shivering as she stared at the lurching crowd of rotting, animated corpses. She wasn't speaking to anyone in particular, but a young woman to her left turned her way and answered in a voice just as tired as Robin's. Not as many as last night, said the woman, Robin thought her name was Zoe, but what her last name might have been, she didn't know. And Zoe was right. Last night, they had fought half again as many, and lost 15 people in the melee. Robin just nodded and turned back to watch the dead approaching. She rested while she could. Her arms and legs ached with fatigue. Her heart was sick with fear and despite that, she thought if she closed her eyes, she might fall asleep on her feet. The rain intensified, sending icy trickles down her spine, along her limbs. Someone was yelling over the downpour. Get in line, close up together, come on. Shields to the front. Robin thought it was Todd Larson doing the yelling. He was a jock, a big blonde guy with a square jaw, Todd had emerged as a leader in this mixed group of athletes, academics, and science students. He'd cobbled together something he called tower shields, big rectangles of heavy plastic or sheet metal with handles bolted to one face. Robin knew what she was supposed to do and moved over to stand behind one of the men who took up a shield. Robin was the killer here the one who swung her machete into the skulls of the dead things that had come to devour the living. The man held the tower shield in place, pressed to the shields on either side of him. A solid wall formed this way, though not as neat as a Roman army would have done it. This was the way they hoped to stop the undead. Hi, Jamie from economics, she said to the man. Hello, Robin, from astrophysics, he replied tiredly. He had a smear of grease across one cheek, and his thin beard had gray in it. He might have been a professor rather than a student, but the distinction had lost meaning weeks ago. All that mattered was that he was alive. He was also the same height as Robin, so she wouldn't have to reach up to swing over his shield at the undead. Here they come. Todd shouted, holding on to a shield himself. Where he got the energy to shout, Robin couldn't imagine. Todd and his killing partner were at the far end of the line, anchoring it to the side of the aquatic center so none of the undead could get around them. On Robin's end of the line, there was a Honda Accord that they had tipped on its side minutes ago. The building and the car acted as a natural funnel. Everyone got into place, just as the undead came into killing distance. They were spread out, a stinking crowd of putrescent flesh that staggered and groaned and never ceased to pursue.